Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Witty Wit Trivia. This is episode number seven. We're just moving right on through these. This episode is about space and the universe. Maybe some aliens? I don't know. We'll find out. We are super excited to have you here. Let's go ahead and meet our contestants. You know them pretty well by now. Daniel, how are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Ready for the final frontier. So, uh, Hopefully. I don't know. Hopefully. Trying to get back on a winning schedule. Try to upset Morgan or just lay it up nice and easy, Ryan, for you to get your first win. That way That'd be nice. everyone's got one. So we'll see. Sounds great. Let's go to our current champion, Morgan. How are you feeling? Well, now that you've called me a current champion, I'm feeling great. Um, yeah, I I think space is fascinating. I don't know that I am a master in knowledge of space, but I think it's really cool. So we'll see what I know. Fantastic. Well, I got some uh, I got some easy and medium and hard questions here. And for those who don't know. That's what you can expect here. We're going to go through three rounds of questions. Easy, medium, and hard. There are going to be 12 questions in each. And we'll uh, end the episode with a fun little lightning round question. So, hope you guys can enjoy. Let's go ahead and dive right on in with the easy round. Question number one. What is the unit of length called which measures the distance light travels in one year? All right, Morgan. Okay, well, Mr. Buzz Lightyear, it's the key to this question, Lightyear. That is correct. And I was thinking you about misheard me because I thought you were going to say Buzz Aldridge for like some astronaut. And I was like, no. where is she going with this <laughs> Buzz one? Aldridge? But no, no, no. Mr. Lightyear is correct, so good job. Question number two. Who was the first human to walk on the moon? All right, Big Deasy. Okay, it's not Buzz Aldrin. It was Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong is right. Not his right-hand man? Pretty sure that's his right-hand man. Neil right-hand Neil Armstrong. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, relation to... Who's the other Armstrong? Neil and... Um, Lance. Lance, the biker guy. I always get them mixed up. Lance Armstrong, <laughs> biking to the moon. <laughs> cool. Question number three. The planet Earth is located in which galaxy? Morgan. The Milky Way? Wonderfully done. Are you a fan of the Milky Way chocolate bar? Ooh, I do like a Milky Way chocolate no. bar. I haven't had one in a long time. They're delicious. What do you mean, no? It's just chocolate nugget, yeah. nougat, and uh, caramel. It's delicious. It's pretty good. It's not the best candy bar, I will say. Oh, I didn't say but the I think best. it's pretty, it's like it. pretty solid. It's especially the Midnight yeah. Milky Ways. Ooh, yeah, gross. no. That's like, the, it's like dark chocolate. Dark chocolate? Coconut, Is right? it dark chocolate? Yeah, something. Yeah. Something gross. It's basically like a, an Almond Joy. And, you know, have you ever seen a child you know, Halloween bag where all the Almond Joys are eaten. No, they're all just left there on the bottom. Anyways, we digress. Question number four. How many planets are there in our solar system? All right, Dana. You hear about Pluto? It's messed messed up. up. It's eight. (laughs) A messed up answer, might I add. Eight is right. Um... My friend Gus would, would probably disagree, you know, poor Pluto. Daniel, can you name those in order further or closest furthest to the, uh, from the sun? Um, Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune? Yeah, that's it. Nice. And then it feels so Pluto. empty without Pluto. I know. It feels like there's one more that's got to like, gotta happen. I know, like, you feel like you have to say that next? Pluto, it deserved it. Oh, man. No! It was so cute. Well, we're not done with Pluto, so we'll, we'll talk more about poor little guy. We're coming back. <laughs> Question number five. Which planet is the hottest in our galaxy? Blah, 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 blah. 
Morgan. I believe that's Venus. Venus is right. Now, a lot of people would think Mercury as it's closest to the sun, but it's not. Morgan, do you have an explanation for us as to why Venus would be hotter than Mercury? Nope, just a fact I remember from school. Nice. Couldn't tell you why. So what's cool about the difference between Mercury and Venus is the atmosphere. So on Earth, with um, climate change debate going on, one of the big reasons climate change is uh, debated to be occurring is the greenhouse gas effect, right? So the sunlight enters, and because of the greenhouse gas that's surrounding our Earth, it kind of bounces around and can't leave. So a lot of, in- lot of sunlight enters and it can't really leave. Venus is like that, but on steroids. So it has a really thick atmosphere, really noxious gases, right? And just a bunch of light penetrates it, doesn't leave, and just heats up to a crazy um, hot amount. Daniel, can you look up for us how hot Venus gets? Because I think it's a crazy, like, 600 degree Fahrenheit. Something, something wild. What? I can, but just to be sure, you said galaxy did you mean solar system or is it actually the hottest in the in the milky way did i say galaxy i'm sorry yes i meant i meant milky way i was gonna say, yeah because i doubt we've checked the surface temperature of every planet in our galaxy but as the hottest planet in our solar system yes. venus has a surface temperature temperature of about 900 Ooh. degrees fahrenheit which is hot wow. enough to melt lead yeah, I don't. That's wild. That'd be the last one I'd want to visit. I yeah, you yeah, you, well. you die. You die. Yeah, you die. <laughs> all of them. You die. <laughs> yeah. Mars, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say Mars and Pluto probably because it's the best. Well, it's not a planet, so it doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't. To me, it is. Daniel, never forget. <laughs> well, appreciate the uh, double check on my language. Yes, galaxy obviously very different than our milky way so appreciate that let's move on with solar system you're still what am i saying what did i say again you're you're (laughs) saying galaxy it's a solar system our solar system yes thank you i will get that don't you worry it is the hottest in our solar system there it is it's getting in there don't worry that's right move on question number six what is the scientific name of a shooting star All right, Daniel. Oh, man. Um, okay, because so, there's like meteors and there's meteorites. I think a shooting star is a meteor. Yes, shooting star is a meteor. I think Ooh. it could also be considered a meteorite because it's just oh. a rock that enters Earth's atmosphere. A meteor will burn up. And not reach Earth's surface, but a meteorite or those fun little things, those those space rocks that you can find. So they're ones actually. Mean, I've always wanted to find a meteorite. That'd mm, be so cool. It'd be pretty awesome. Make a make a dope I sword mean, out like... of it, like Sokka. <laughs> uh, I mean, because there's like, I mean, it, you know, comets and stuff are different, obviously, but like, you know, we talk about these rare Earth metals all the time, and gold and silver, and oh, it's also valuable and rare, and it's like these comets and meteors are just like chock full of these rare earth metals it's crazy yeah i think i saw an article of this giant asteroid that was kind of screaming past space probably millions of miles from where we were but we could see it and it was just absolutely loaded with like diamonds and gold and like all these precious metals and if it if we were able to capture it it had like trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars in purchase metals on it and if you flooded the economy like it would all basically be worthless with it <laughs> so it's just <laughs> crazy what's out there and what we consider precious right yeah. yeah all right moving on question number seven what is the force called that pulls objects towards its center all right morgan that's what really keeps me down so it's great gravity nice nice i get it that is an ed sheeran song nope Nope, definitely not but there is a song called gravity i don't know who sings it it's like gravity oh yeah i I don't know what i was thinking of but that's a good song gravity's right john mayer i don't know daniel what is the planet in our solar system that has the strongest gravity pole nice uh that would probably be jupiter since it's the biggest jupiter that is correct 
Yeah, so gravity, very essential to um, galaxies. Use that one right, too. And solar systems. Got to have that gravity. Question number eight. P.S. It was John Mayer. I was correct. Way to go, baby. So good at that. Look at me go. Question number eight. Pluto is a type of planet that's too small to classify as a traditional planet. What type of planet is Pluto? All right, Daniel, you're hating on Pluto. Let's see how much more hate you can spread. I want to call it a dwarf planet. Dwarf planet is right. It got declassified back in... Shoot, I want to say it was 2000-something. Yeah. When was that? I remember I it. Like, I remember reading the headline. 2006. 2006? That's what I was going to guess, actually. August of 2006. Yes, yeah, so Weird to know, but we were growing up knowing nine planets, and yep. boom, down to eight. Wonder, wonder what Neptune's going to do here in the next few years. It's like life-shattering information, like life-altering. Is, is it? You know? Is, I don't, well, when you're really. a kid. I don't think it's life-altering information. Did not affect I feel my like day-to-day. When I was like, I was like in prime time for learning that stuff, you know? Yeah, but then it's like, I'm just like oh, wait, okay, what? I learned new stuff, and then you move on. A and sensitive one, I took things we, we were very seriously. Okay. <laughs> I took things very seriously as a child. I remember, just a quick side note, opening up our family computer. It was like the news before I went on Barbie.com. So I'd like look at the headlines and I was like 10. So things, was, you know, really got the news. Things really affected me. got a me. real good glimpse of your life right this there. This affected me. I appreciated me. that. Yep. Question number nine. That's great. What are the holes on the moon call? Cheese. Morgan. And it's not cheese. That is me. You're correct. It is not cheese, but it looks like cheese. Those are craters. You guys are doing pretty good. Anybody else love that Wallace and Gromit scene? Oh, man. That's the best scene. Where they got that moon cheese. Moon cheese. So good. Moon cheese. Um, so, fun fact with the um, with those craters. So, the South Pole Atkin Bat Basin on the Moon is the deepest crater of the Moon, and it's very large. Um, so, it stretches about fifteen hundred miles, very large, wow. and is eight miles deep. Wow. Wow. Um, and to put that in perspective, the Marianas Trench is about seven miles deep. So the deepest point on planet Earth really? isn't even as deep as what's on the moon. Hmm. So, I mean, that's crazy. Kind of cool. And it's a lot smaller, but it is cool. bombarded by asteroids and I guess they're not meteors, so asteroids kind of all the time. No atmosphere, so be grateful for your atmosphere. Yeah. Um, moving on, question number 10. What is the the name of the vehicle used by scientists to explore the surface of the moon? All right, Anna. The lunar rover. Lunar rover. There you go. If you haven't listened to uh, Brian Regan's skit about the me monster and That's how the funny. first person on the moon kind of <laughs> wins every one-up competition out there, it's pretty funny. If you uh, if you've driven the lo- driven the lunar rover on the moon, you uh, you pretty much win at parties. So good job. <laughs> you deserve to win at parties if you've done that. I don't think if, I could. If go ahead, Dan. I was just gonna say, you know, we're throwing around asteroid and meteor. Um, I could give some definitions if we'd like. So we're using the correct terminology. Yes, so yes. An, ast- an asteroid is a small rocky object that orbits the sun. Yes. A comet. Is a ball of ice and dust that orbits the sun. A meteoroid is a small piece of an asteroid or a comet. And a meteor is a streak of light in the sky that that appears when a meteoroid burns up upon entering the Earth's atmosphere. Boom. Enlightening. Now I got it. All right. I'm pretty sure I knew all that. just needed the reminder. I was going to ask um, for myself. So if... For example, if Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, if they were like, hey, we're taking 10 people for free to go walk on the moon, right? I, 
and if they ask me, I don't. I mean, I'd probably say yes, like eventually after being talked into it. But first, I'd be like, I don't know, man. That that like trip there would mm. absolutely terrify me. I already hate flying, so getting on a rocket ship and flying out of Earth's surface sounds absolutely horrifying. I don't know about you guys. No, no, I wouldn't. At least not like I wouldn't be like the first. Right, the first one. <laughs> Give me a couple after, test like, runs. Another one, like. Yeah, after like one or two successfully came back with everyone alive, I'd be like, yeah, I might give it a shot. 15 or 20, but yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't think I'd do it either. I mean, you guys rode that mission space ride at Disney World, that simulator. Almost threw up. That is, that'd be a rough trip up. I also did. I feel like I would not. Took my dad out for about Really? That was traumatizing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'd be really cool once you're there, but just the journey, you know? Yeah. Terrifying. All right, moving on to question number 11. A true or false? Space is completely silent. Okay, Morgan. I'm going to assume that's true. Can't be any sound. Why can't there be any sound? Because there's just no sound there. What is sound? I don't know the science. Sound is the waves. The waves. Just driving on the waves. The waves. So sound, Bouncing. what happens is your vocal cords compress air in such a frequency that we hear it. And we've now known to comprehend that frequency as words and stuff, right? So the, like that frequency, the means, okay, let's continue on the sentence. But space doesn't have any air for anything to compress. So there's nothing, like nothing can move through it. And the waves are generated. For example, if there was space, like air in the in you know out in the universe, the sun would be so loud that it would be sounding like we're next to a jet plane constantly because it's just a hmm. giant ball of <laughs> nuclear fusion. So be grateful that space is silent. That's true. That would yeah. be super annoying to have. Alrighty, last question. Thank of the you. Lack of molecules. Right. Good stuff. Last question. What are the two patterns of stars called that resemble ladles? Alright, Daniel. The Big and Little Dipper. Big and Little Dipper. Very good. Speaking of flying, we recently just flew back from Banff, which I would highly recommend. Very cool area. But on our way down from New York City, we looked out our window, and there was the Big Dipper right on the horizon at night. And it was really pretty. And I appreciate Constellations. Cool. Yeah, that was nice. So Thanks, Constellations. Yeah. Super fun. Very good. Well, you guys did a very good job with the easy stuff. I think the medium and hard is going to start tripping you guys up. So buckle up. Question number one in the medium round. What is the full name of NASA? All right, Morgan. Okay, we're starting off good because I know this one. National Aeronautics and Space Administration. That was good. Good job. Question number two. That was right. What is the only planet not named after a god? All right, Daniel. Uh, I think that's us. I think it's Earth. That is right. Yeah. No yeah, one. we're so unique. Very Woo. unique. And we also named the other planets, so nice. kind of helps. I guess that's true. Yeah, unfair advantage. <laughs> unfair advantage. Home, home court. Um... Yeah, I couldn't tell you what the... I mean, Neptune, obviously. Um, Mars, I think, is... No. Yeah, I forget, but... Yeah. Mars is named after Ares, the uh, Greek god of war. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. But I they're all named after gods, so... There you go. Question number three. What are zodiac signs based on? Alrighty, Morgan. Constellations? Constellations. And their position in the sky at the time of birth, right? So that's why they're associated with dates. Oh, uh, I'm a Capricorn myself. That makes so more sense. I think that's good. I don't know. They're all kind of good and bad, right? But uh, Pisces. Zodiac sign. Um, question number four. What color are sunsets on Mars? 
Daniel. Um, I want to go with blue. Blue. Bluish. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and um, <laughs> do you know why they're blue, or you just just like that it's blue? Um, no, I mean, I, you know, ours are red just because of the way the light scatters, and I think just because of the different atmosphere and like larger particle sizes, is that filters out different and it's blue. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's about right. Pretty much how light works. Um, so the um, Earth, thanks prisms. Yeah, go prisms. Earthdate Earthdate.org <laughs> says Martian atmospheric pressure is just one percent of Earth's, and the air is made up of carbon dioxide and iron-rich dust that scatters the low-frequency red light. Um, sorry, blue light, huh. and there's your blue because it gets scattered. So, very cool. Instantly got that blue song stuck in my head when you said that. I'm blue. I'm blue. That is a good one. Still don't know what it says, but I think it says blue somewhere. Question number five. What would happen if two black holes crashed into one another? terrifying experience hopefully we don't have to live through morgan what do you got i hmm my educated guess would be that they would just make a bigger one but yeah i guess that's right yeah Hmm. one wouldn't absorb the other the only answer i could come up with (laughs) they would both combine and just make a a bigger one a supermassive black hole as muse would say and scientists Terrifying. And then Edward Cullen and others would start playing um, <gasps> baseball with a thunderstorm. I love that scene. <laughs> it's by so the way, <laughs> I think I think you know that yes. that is one of the best scenes in cinematic. I like you, so I appreciated it, but it was cringe in my opinion. No, but Daniel has no idea. Oh, Daniel has no idea what we're talking about. Um, but uh, it was uh, it was a good movie. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, he read the books. Well, so just something interesting. Um, I just, I typed in why are black holes and then important was the first thing to pop up. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Morgan started talking about stupid movies and so I was bored. Um, and apparently when black holes form these supermassive black holes is that they produce this outflow of gas that spread atoms throughout the galaxy leading to the birth of new stars and so really black holes are both like it's it's crazy black holes are like the beginning and the end of a star's life black holes are the that is interesting Hmm. yeah isn't that because when it dies right they like form a black hole and then because the black hole it spreads these atoms that form new stars right that's interesting yeah and by sorry go ahead no i mean stars and planets and like the rest and of us the we're stardust basically yeah we're I stardust mean, all, so. the, all the molecules on here it's just everywhere um thanks black holes black holes helping life and also chewing up everything all right let's move it on to question number six what is the name of the space telescope currently flying through space and operated by nasa Big Daniel. All right, I want to go with the Hubble Space Telescope. Bing is right. Hubble Space Telescope. Have you seen some of the images that come off of that? They're insane. I have. Wasn't like the most like the most recent one like like the birth of a star or something? It was like the columns the nebula, of like stardust. Yeah. I mean, it's just insane. Yeah. Very. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, it's just. I mean, yeah. It's. I mean, space is cool. I mean, it's just, it's very interesting, and it's probably nothing like the movies, so. I mean, we're we're doing our best guess of guessing with some. Um, let's move on to question number seven. How many moons orbit Jupiter that we know of? 
Give me a second. Alrighty, Morgan. Hmm, how many moons? Well, my guess would be that it's pretty high amount. How about 52? Dang. 79. Wow. Yeah, a lot of moons. A lot of moons. That is a lot of moons. It's that gravity, you know? That gravity will just do something to you. Pretty selfish of Jupiter. I wouldn't mind having two moons, is all I'm saying. I don't know what that would do on our planet, but it'd be kind of cool. I could get like 40 foot waves or something. I have no idea what it would do. But it would look cool having two moons going around. Alrighty, question number eight. Who was the first person in space? Alright, Daniel. Oh gosh, it's some Russian guy. I don't remember his name. Uh, Dmitry Orlov. (laughs) About, what is that, 33% chance with that name? Um, uh, her name, no, his name, sorry, is Yuri Gagarin. Mm, Yuri. Yuri, that was the other one third of the And Alexei yes. was the third? So, you, yeah, right, Yuri Alexeyevich Gagarin was a Soviet pilot and cosmonaut who became the first human to journey into outer space, traveling on the Vostok 1 capsule. He completed one orbit on Earth on the 12th of April, 1961. Long time ago. Good for him. Moving on to question number nine. How many minutes, on average, does it take for the sun's light to reach the Earth? Alrighty. Morgan. I think that's like eight minutes and some amount of seconds that i can't remember Ah. eight minutes yeah eight minutes average again kind of differs when what uh, position we are on that elliptical but eight minutes is a it's pretty standard a little more seconds you know eight ten eight twenty all right all right eight minutes is a good answer so that uh that's fresh sun kissing your face took eight whole minutes of travel eight whole minutes question number 10 a true or false for you daniel Pluto oh. is larger than the United States. Talking about land surface. Okay. Are we talking continental United States? We are talking all of it. I'm going to say no. So false. It's smaller than the U.S. That's what I want to say. Whatever that answer is. False. Yes, so Pluto is only 2,374 kilometers squared, while the U.S. is 4,650. So, And you guys want it to be a planet? Come on. It's pretty small. It's pretty small. That's way way too small. That's why it's a dwarf planet. It's itty-bitty. It's a bibby. A bibby planet. It is cute, though. I wouldn't mind having this planet. It's, it's a planet. It's not cute. <laughs> it's pretty cute. You just, can't, you just can't call all small things cute, Morgan. I'm putting no, my foot every down. small thing besides bugs and snakes are cute. There's some pretty cute looking snakes and bugs. All right, I'm going to do an episode where it's just ugly <laughs> small things. That's one question. Small things. No, we can say ugly small things. Okay, we're moving. I'm pretty funny. Question, you are funny. Question 11. What is the unit of length that is approximately 3.26 light years? Morgan. I have no idea. Daniel, you should know this one. What? Mm, mm, it's not counting choose your score, but do you remember what Han Solo yard. said? Oh, warp speed. Nope. No. What's the... Punch it, Chewie. <laughs> <laughs> nope. A parsec. A parsec. Yeah. You don't remember? I guess, I don't know. I can't remember if you're a Star Wars nerd. Um, no, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you can only choose uh, one. That's right. Yeah. Um, 
Let me see if I can pull up the uh, nope. Parsec Han Solo quote. No. Oh, he made no the uh, he made the, the Kessel Rings. run in less than twelve parsecs. Um, oh. And that's a, a distance. Of, that's a unit of distance, not time, is what he's referring to. So he, oh, he drew the quickest route. I think that's what he was bragging about. Um. So that's kind of kind of cool. fun, right? More you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, question number twelve, last of our medium round. What is the study of space and rocket science called? All right, Daniel. Oh man. Um. Okay, that would have to be like. Um... Oh crap! What's the study of rockets? If that's why it's not stumping me, because space is astro, you know, astro. So it'd be like astronautics. There you go, oh, astronautics. Um, but nautics is not the Latin term for rocket science. But it, if that's what you're going off, of, but astronautics is I, that's I don't know. Right? Yes. Um. So. Yeah, it was the only it was the only other astro thing I could think of. Well, nautics is sea, so that's on the sea. Um, I guess they're referring to yeah, space as right. the sea of tranquility. tranquility. Sure. I don't know how it comes up, but astronautics is right. Okay. Alrighty, moving on to the hard section. Good luck, Dana Morgan. I think you might get two or maybe three of these. We'll see. But hopefully you space nerds out there can really wow us. All right. Number one. What is the name of the first U.S. space station? Okay, Morgan. Oh, my gosh. I This is not good. I don't know. The Space Center. The Enterprise. Space Center would have been cool. Um, it was called the Skylab. That's cool. Yeah. No man. No, I think that's cool. So launched by NASA in May of 1973, the Skylab was occupied for 24 weeks, but on July 11th, 1979, it enters the Earth's atmosphere and it was eviscerated, hmm. and I think it fell over like Dang. the Indian Ocean or something like that. Um, but now we have uh, the ISS floating around up there, even bigger, even cooler. Um, but not owned by the United States. That's the world's, so kind of get a bunch of people in there. Anyways, moving on. Question number two. What is the name of the circumstellar disk in the outer solar system? Daniel, circumstellar disk. As a hint, uh... we're not talking about the asteroid belt. The comet belt. <laughs> <laughs> that is not right. That is called the Coupier Bleth. The Coupier Bleth. Ah, well, next guess. Um, so the Coupier Bleth is similar to the asteroid belt in that there's a bunch of circular rocks and stuff floating around, but it's a lot, lot bigger and it is further away from the sun. It's about 20 to 200 times bigger depending on what section you're in. So it's uh, it's a big boy belt. Um, Coop your bluff, more you know. All right, moving on to question number three. Excuse my pronunciation of this, but I'll do my best. Betelgeuse and Rigel are two giant stars located in which constellation? All right, Morgan. And as a guess, it's my favorite constellation. Or, sorry, as a hint. Uh, Orion? <laughs> yes. <laughs> How'd you know it was my favorite? My, that name, was... my name's Ryan or something. No, I'm, not, I'm not giving that you points for That was a great hint. Come Otherwise, on. it would not. It wasn't not. even a hint. How would she know it would be a... I mean, I no figured that would be your favorite one. Orion. Orion. And it's really the only one I... Besides the big and little dripper, it's the only one I can kind of recognize so yeah so the two giant those um, those like four corner squares or uh, stars that you can see two of those white boys are two giant stars um what two which are called betel betelgeuse b b e t e l g e u s e however you pronounce that and rigel so 
There you go. Moving there on to question go. number four. How fast does the International Space Station circumvent Earth? Daniel, you can give me this answer in either minutes or hours. In minutes or do I get a hint <laughs> like Morgan did? Um, hint, hint. Um, it is hint. Um, it is less than four hours. That's a pretty good hint. That's a good hint. Yeah, yeah that's a pretty good hint. Less than four and hours. And I'll give you another um, one. I'll give you another one. You can give me in increments okay. of 15 minutes. Whoa. Okay, so it's not going to be like, it's not going to be like two hours and seven minutes. It's going to be, give me increment of like 15. Okay. Okay. Um, in which case, I will say 19 minutes. 19? No, nine, 90. 90. What? I'm just kidding. Yes. You said I couldn't do nothing. I know. That was a joke. All right. Yes. 90 minutes. Um, That was a super random guess, but I liked it. Um, It was correct. The hints help. Um, So, yes. So, the International Space Station, which sometimes if you're really lucky on a really, really dark night, you can see, and the moon is the new moon, so it's not really shining. You can see the little thing floating around there. It's just kind of screaming along. It's kind of cool. It it's it goes like fast, yeah. yeah it's, just, it's flying. Ninety two minutes to circumvent the entire. That's kind of wild, yeah. Um, that's crazy. Some more crazy phases happen. I just don't understand, but really cool nonetheless. Alrighty, question number five. Besides our sun, which star is closest to Earth? Alrighty, Morgan. I was hoping I'd get this. Hey, one. well. Glad you didn't, because I also know it. Alpha Centauri. Alpha Centauri. That's probably the easiest question on the hard one. Um, but yeah, so that uh, that star is obviously besides Stun, closest to Earth. I'm gonna look up exactly how far away it is because it's not even close at all. Yeah. So the wait. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. No, I just I I looked it up. It says of the three stars in the system, the dimmest called Proxima Centauri, is actually the nearest star to the Earth, or to the Sun. Mm-hmm. The two brighter stars, Alpha Centauri A and B, uh, are a little further what? away. Mm-hmm. Um, Alpha Centauri is the triple star system. So I, I think there's three of them. Right? And oh, okay. So okay, have... so you were doing that... Yeah, you were doing that three-star system. Okay, so there's yeah, there's three stars in that little right. system. Right, and they, I think they interchange which one is closest. You have the oh. Rigel, the Tomalin, and the Proxima Centauri. Um, well, I mean, yeah, but Proxima is Latin for near, so... But right. anyways, just so yeah, so there's three stars in, in that little... the Alpha Centauri is yeah. the group? Is the group. Okay. Is, it's the triple, so there's three of them. That makes sense. And then within those, the Proxima Centauri is the closest... But we'll give you Alpha Centauri. Um, And to finish my thought, the distance to Earth is 25 trillion miles or 4.36 light years. That's (laughs) wild. So crazy. Not even close. Space is just so massively huge. We we don't understand it. It's crazy. Getting bigger every day. Bigger every day. All right. Question number six. Who was the first woman in space? Oh, come on. Alrighty, Daniel. Um, what's a common Russian <laughs> woman name? Um, I don't really know. Yeah, Anastasia. Anastasia. Um, <laughs> is she from Russia? Anas- I, <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, it is not Anastasia. Now I'm curious where that movie is based. I is think it's Russia. Russia. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that yeah, movie's cool. hilarious. I love the little little gremlin dudes. It's running so around. good. Um, okay, to answer the question, the first woman in space uh, was a Russian, so you were on track with that. Her name is Valentina Vladimir Vladimirovna Tereshkova. Tereshkova. I'm bad with Russian names. 
Um, yeah, these don't seem very fair. Yeah, I mean, hey, first woman in space, pretty cool. So she also was a former Soviet cosmonaut, and she's the first and youngest woman in space, having flown a solo mission on the Vostok, Vostok 6 on June 16th, 1963. So not too far after our, our boy Yuri. There you go. Question number seven. There you go. How long is the International Space Station? All right, Morgan, and you can give me this within increments of 25 feet. So closest to hmm. 25 feet increments. And it's also less than 400, so just equal amount of hint. Okay, I've heard somewhere that it's around the same size as a football field. I, to be honest, don't know how long a football, field, long long a football field is. So that's <laughs> really great. Um, it's less than 400. I think it's like, oh, it's like above 350. I'm going to go with... 375 feet. No. 350. No. Oh. That was more yeah. than 350. 356 to be exact. Um, Dang, that was, that was very close. Which was uh, very close. Uh, so 356 feet. That's how long that floating light is up there. Pretty, pretty big. That's pretty long. Question number eight. Which of the Apollo 11 crew did not walk on the moon? Ooh. Alrighty, Daniel. Um, it was. Read it. Read Tom it. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks was the. Oh, didn't he walk on. He was uh, the homie. No, it was not Tom Hanks. Uh, his name was Michael Collins, hmm. the goat. The one guy that said, I'll stay back. Don't worry about me. You guys go. You know? Nice guy. What a guy. Why would you get to the moon and not walk on it? I don't know. I think someone had a man in the spaceship, you know, save everyone lives or something. I don't know. You know, if you believe in that kind of stuff, for those who don't, <laughs> ignore that. Oh, it says he had a bone spur in his spine. Which means he can't walk on the moon, I guess. Oh, wait. No, that was, he was, that's why he didn't. That's why he didn't fly on that mission. Never mind. Never mind. Cool. Question number nine. How many year how many Earth years does it take Neptune to orbit the sun? Alrighty, Morgan. I I'll give you hints. Less than two hundred. <laughs> okay, so it's gonna be high okay. Uh, one hundred and eighty. One and nine hundred ninety-nine. One hundred eighty. That's kind of close. Darn. It's one hundred and sixty-five Earth yeah. years. That was a long time. Yeah, long time. Yeah. So, it takes a long time that you you only make it your first birthday on Neptune if you're born there, and a human. <laughs> Question number ten: What are the three main types of galaxies? For a little more context, talk about the shape of the galaxy. Daniel. Okay, you've got ours, which is... Um, rotund. What, what do you call it? No, it's not a rotund. Disc? It's like, it's spiral. Uh, or di a disc, an elliptical, and unorganized. Um, not going to give it to you, because that's not the technical name of it. So, okay, I'll give my point. Anyway. No, you have an elliptical... So those are it's like a Check. circle spread out, kind of stretched, elongated. Yeah. A spiral. We know what ellipsis That's is. That's what we're doing. I spiral. And then you I have said. irregular, not unorganized, because it is organized. It's just irregular. Oh no! Forget that. I'm getting a point. No, you're not getting a point. All right, fine. I won't get a point. Unorganized would be just a bunch of mess. That it is organized. It's just an irregular looking um, galaxy. Right. Okay, buddy. Okay. All right, question number 11, running down here to the end. Hopefully you guys are hanging there with us. In 1977, two Voyager aircrafts launched into space. Each aircraft carried a Voyager golden record. What is this? YouTube views. YouTube videos. All right, Morgan. <laughs> Close, I would say. Um, yeah, they're like phonographs with 
I think like videos and sounds and stuff about Earth. Yeah, it's a, it's a photograph, which is right. Um, the only thing you said that was not right is there's no videos because you can't have a video on a photograph. It's mm, just sounds true, 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 true. Um, we got to leave a little uh, USB, you know, little flash nope, drive nope, with some like some that. vines yeah, on them. Be cool, <laughs> Some TikToks. <laughs> They'll be like, what is this place? <laughs> Make sure to steer clear of that. Um, Dana, you're having trouble with Morgan's answer. I don't he's she said a phonograph, right? I did. No, you're okay. good. Keep going. I'm just checking. I'll make sure it's all fair. I like fairness. Well, it's fair. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll let we'll let the listeners decide if I'm treated oh, fairly. You're treated very fairly. I, yes. Sounds good. <laughs> I can't wait for everyone to chime in on our inst- or on our social media. Please chime in on let us know if Daniel is a fairly treated individual on this podcast because <laughs> I think he is. Alrighty, let's finish it off. Daniel, how long is one astronomical unit? And um, how is it calculated? Okay, I have no idea. Okay. Uh, Yes, so an astronomical unit, it is the average distance between the Earth and Sun. Kind of cool. And that comes out to be 93 million miles. Wow. So just another huge number we can use to measure space because it's so big. Yeah, didn't didn't we have light years? I I don't know. We need to use astronomical units. No, I didn't. Is this just America being like, we're using a different (laughs) system again? Astronomical units. You guys use light years? We're not doing that. Get out of here. It's a distance from the queen to the sun. And so uh, queen of England, <laughs> measure that real quick. Ooh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's our, what, what's our, it's not metric system. It's the uh, imperial. Dude, so, so smart. You see, you need a handicap anyway. <laughs> Too much brain over there. So you, so you admit it. No, I'm just kidding. All righty. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. You guys did pretty darn good. Yeah. I have to admit, I was impressed. Uh, space is a crazy, crazy subject, and there's lots of stuff we don't know and lots of stuff we didn't even talk about. So hopefully, we can do a do a deep dive into this one in the future. Um, let us get. Um, let's go in and just dive right into the lightning round. I think we're ready. Let's just let's just knock it out. So if you guys are ready with your pencils and pens and those in a car, get your brains ready. We're going to go through a lightning round just as a quick overview. 45 seconds to answer as many things under the prompt that I'm about to say. So here we go. Name as many constellations as you can. seconds Alrighty. constellations a good time daniel how many constellations did you come up with over there Whew. 14 four. four very good i'm Not just kidding four. 14 <laughs> all right morgan did you beat that? It's a big number. Ooh, oh, snap by one. No way. All right. Well, Morgan, you crushed that. you got to tell us these 15 because that's hey. a bunch. I'm sure Daniel and I overlap. There's only so many constellations that are obvious, but got Big Dipper, Little Dipper, Orion. Then we're just going to do all the zodiac signs. Um, Pisces, Sagittarius, Cancer, Leo, Aries, Libra, Capricorn, Scorpio, Aquarius, Taurus, Gemini, and Virgo. That is super impressive to remember all. Oh, I know like three. Gotta read so those horoscopes. I'm just kidding. I don't, but. <laughs> that's yeah, that's awesome. Go. Good job. 15. That's solid. It means I'm going to have to pick it up on the next lighting round, which oh, is terrible. Oh, yeah. Well, um, 
that was a very enjoyable episode. Thanks to you both. Um, we're going to end with a couple of things. We're going to have a word from our sponsor. After that, Dana will read us the final score for today's episode. And then Morgan will let us know what we're going to be talking about next week. So hang on in if you want to hear a little bit more fun information. First, a word from our sponsors. Today's episode is sponsored by Kusa Trex. Have you ever wanted to see one of the seven wonders of the world? Snorkel in the Galapagos? Be one of the first people ever to explore recently uncovered ruins? Then Kusa Trex is the place for you. This trustworthy company is a local tour operator in Peru who runs their trips in an ethical, sustainable, and culturally focused manner. With a customer service team based in the U.S. and hundreds of five-star reviews on TripAdvisor, Cusatrex is the customer's champion and your premium choice for planning a trip to Peru and the Galapagos. Reach out today at Cusatrex.com or info at Cusatrex.com to learn more about Cusatrex. Local, sustainable, unforgettable. Alrighty, Daniel, what do we have for a final score today? Okay, Morgan's starting off strong, defending her title from last month with a one-point lead, 27 wow. to 28. Wow. Jeez, that's a good score, you too. Good job on a tough subject. That's wild. Um, awesome. Yeah, good job. Um, all right, Morgan, what are we talking about next week? Okay, so we are talking about World War II next week. So I'm glad it's you guys answering and not me. I did not pay much attention to history class, but I have a fun little fact slash story for you so back during world war ii some polish troops were traveling to iran from the soviet union and as they were walking traveling they found a cute little bear i don't know if it was cute it was a brown bear but they actually enlisted it as a private in the unit so there was a bear that technically oh. served in the military oh. and it kind of traveled with them carried ammunition with them Eventually was discharged and lived peacefully at the Edinburgh Zoo until he passed away. But that was a fun nice. fact. So good for that bear. I know, good for that guy. So, World War Two. World War Two, it's coming up. Coming up. See you guys next week. Did his bear mom get the money? I hope so. He deserved it. I mean, he had to get he had to get paid a salary if he was a private. Some good rations in there too. Some <laughs> uh, some trout, salmon.